And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. to a very special film session episode of No Breaks, a Formula <laughs> One podcast from the No Dunks, Inc. Classic Factory, and proudly a part of the Athletic Podcast Network. That was actually a picture of us from 21 years ago. That was us <laughs> celebrating Finished on our, the podium of the CART Championship our, in 2001. Big, Good times. Big, we all won. We yeah, all won. we all won. Just like today, everybody's winning. Whether you're joining us live in the Slipstream team here on YouTube or listening to the podcast later, thank you for joining the Brotherhood of Speed. As always, I'm joined by our local F1 expert, still riding high from a big Brentford Bees Ooh, victory. Over did you the see weekend. my bees? Did you see my bees? They were out there crushing it. That's great. The buzz they ran, Man United ran into the buzz saw. A lot friends. of buzz around the bees. Uh, haven't yet seen a single kick from the bees, but I've seen every one of your tweets, so happy to be following along as well. Happy to be your guide. Uh, I'm going to get to you in just a second, but we've also Stop got the my man puns, on the pit wall making the right calls. That's JD. Hello, hello. And I had to save him for last oh. because he's making his no-breaks debut. He drives a Ford Mustang, so you know he likes fast cars. That's Taskalis. <laughs> you better believe it. You know I sped over here after watching this flick. <laughs> yeah, you got the fastest car. You got the fastest car of any of us. I don't know. You want to you want to race through the city of Atlanta to figure out uh, who actually got the fastest ride? <laughs> you better believe it. Just as we work through a few of our demons, I'll, I'll take it out on that's the road. Right, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, we're still in the middle of F1 summer break. Different show today. Co-opting the film session series from No Dunks to talk about 2001's Driven, a movie about speedy race cars starring Sylvester Stallone and Kip Pardue. Here's some <laughs> other important factoids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah this one's for all the Kip Pardue <laughs> fans out there. Yeah, uh, from Atlanta. From Atlanta. I was excited about that. Is that, that. true? I, yeah. I realized that. Kip, Par- Kip Pardue, I thought he was going to have Paul Walker's <laughs> career way back when. You know, back in 2001, they were right there with each other. Yeah. Had a, it's like the Deron Williams to the Chris man, Paul of uh, Paul it's Walker. It's crazy. Now that know, I mention it, it's like Paul Walker was time. in um, Varsity Blues, right? And then uh, Fast and Furious, Kip Pardue, Remember the Titans, mm. and Driven. These guys were trying to have the exact same career. Okay. Very weird to think. Also, some more factoids about Driven, a movie, directed by <laughs> Rennie Harlan. You a big Rennie Harlan fan, J.D.? You know, I did enjoy Die, Die Hard 2. Sure. Uh, what else did he do? He did Cutthroat um, Island. I saw I've never was... <laughs> seen. I've never seen that. One of uh, the biggest bombs in box office yeah. history. I think if I, uh, I think is kind of the way it goes. But uh, yeah, I was only familiar with Die Hard Two as well. I think he's maybe done some horror movies as well. But he okay. did the Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, with, sure. Uh, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, he's the most successful Finnish director ever. <clears throat> I read, even which... including Driven. He, well, including yes, so his body of work. Does that mean like from a box office standpoint? I guess. Or just, yes, that's I like guess a subjective so. assessment. I guess so. Of that yeah. guy. 
So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm fine with Die Hard too. I I loved it when it came out. So yeah, every time I see Randy Harlan's name, I'm like, hey, that's that guy. It's a <laughs> it's Die Hard guy. guy. It's good to recognize somebody. Yeah. Um, the IMD okay. plot synopsis for Driven: A young hotshot driver is in the middle of a championship season, and is coming apart at the seams. A former kart champion is called in to give him guidance. Sounds good. Is that even? <laughs> is that even an accurate description of? Yes, the that plot? all of that happens. We got a young hotshot driver, Jimmy Bly. We got the former kart champion. Is, was he a former champion? Well, they said so. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I thought, but then I, didn't I thought followed Joe Tonto's career prior to the movie. Yeah, well, can we get the prequel so we can get a little bit of a look? <laughs> yeah, I thought Joe had thrown it. Okay, I thought he threw yeah. it all away. He did throw something. it all away, but, but they at, said he. Okay, he threw but, it all away after the championship. I okay, guess I don't perhaps. know. That was yeah, one yeah, weird yeah. thing is that they went. To the, they they explained absolutely everything, oh. but, they, but they didn't explain that. They didn't explain yes. the, the hot shot coming back. Yeah, and they kept they kept pointing it out. Hey, you were on top, then you were on the bottom. You're on top, then you're on <laughs> yeah. bottom. But we never know. We never knew why. Yeah, why how on happened. top was he? How on the bottom was he? What happened in between? No one knows. It's a mystery to us all. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys took a look yet, but I thought I'd ask you what you think the Rotten Tomatoes scores. Were I, for this I won't movie. answer. I looked. So okay, I'll, I'll, anybody? I'll uh, I think JD told blind. me this. Yeah, I I definitely looked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hate to spoil it for everybody. <laughs> it's a fourteen. <laughs> oh, I thought it was an eighteen for the critics. <laughs> I got I got on there this morning and drilled it's it down, down a little bit here. Since. Yeah, but a thirty-three. Since we encourage people to watch. It. Yeah, thirty-three from down. the audience. So, I mean, if you're certified rotten, everyone agrees that your movie sucks. And I knew that was going to be the case because when I was searching for the movie on my Fire Stick, I ta- I started typing in dri- drive, right? I was like, okay, this will pop up eventually. I had to try- type full driven, and then I had to type full driven movie. I was like, you know a movie is not getting watched often when you have to like specify that, that you're watching the movie. Wait, I Nobody's a- watched this in 20 years. I have a I question think. about how Rotten Tomatoes works. If it got a if it's got a thirty three percent on the audience score, does that mean one out of three people watching this movie is saying Ooh. yes, it is Ooh. good? That's disappointing when you put it that because way. Because it's a yes. lo- it's actually <laughs> thirty three seems pretty high, high now. Ratio. Yeah, yeah, it's high. Thirty three definitely <laughs> seems high. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I think you just have to like it. You don't have to sit, think it's a good movie. You just have to like it. It's like a it. thumbs up, thumbs down. Hold on, exactly. I was fourteen. Well, that's it's critics. 14 on I the, mean, the critics. critics. The critics all the critics. Which the also, by the way, would, li- like it. would suggest that more than one out of every ten critics is saying they like it. Yeah. That, <laughs> which I is also that a lot. Which is high also as well. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, so. the best way to get to this movie is to talk about every single thing that happens in this movie. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, Tass, a lot of things are explained. And a yeah. lot of things are explained in the first 15 minutes of this movie. It is just straight up exposition. There, it's all telling. No showing, no showing, as we were talking about pre-show. Here is the cart championship. Here are the drivers we're following, and here is what they've been doing. My first question that I knew I was going to have for you, Graydon, is what is the cart championship? That's a real thing. <laughs> it was. Well, wait. No, so karting is, like, still a thing. Sure. In the sense that people come up. But this is not a real championship. This is clearly a blend of Formula One and IndyCar. Yeah. There are, like, people from both worlds in it. Um, many of the locations they go to are Formula One locations, but more of the style of the race, the rolling starts, the nature of the pit lane, things like that more resemble IndyCar. So I think there's meant to be a blend of the two, trying to split the difference there. 
Yeah, know. there's a great tidbit on Wikipedia that says prior to production, Sylvester Stallone was seen at many Formula One races, but he was unable to procure enough information about the category due to the secrecy with which teams protect their cars. So he decided to base the film on champ that's, cars. He's like, I'm making a movie about cars no matter what. That's, that's preposterous. That in, in retrospect, having seen the movie, it's like there's no like – <laughs> like IP in this movie. There's no, no secrets revealed. You could watch Formula One on television and have gleaned enough information to go into the depth that this movie does about racing. Y- y- yes, I mean, I would say the only real information we learn is like the very first uh, screen of the movie is like 900 million fans, Yeah, which I think yeah. is probably exaggerated. 900 million spectators, 250 miles per hour, 20 races, one championship. That slate Incredible. right at the beginning just lays it all out. And it only gets... The stakes are high, my friends. They are extremely high. Yeah, and it only gets... Everything is explained. It's like if I made a movie. That, uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> everything is on the absolute nose. Everything. Every song choice. <laughs> yes. Every well, audio the cue. Oh, the music the is music. great. The, yeah, the fat boy Slim jumping in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, when, when a car is flying through the air, there were some hardcore jungle beats when Max Pappas was flying through the air. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was just, it was so much. In these first 15 minutes, we learn about the kart championship. And, of course, we meet uh, the characters in the movie. We meet hotshot Jimmy Bly, mm-hmm. a rookie who already has five race wins in the first half of the season. Pretty good. That is pretty good. Despite the five wins, however, he trails reigning champion Bo Brandenburg in points on the season. We also meet DeMille, Jimmy's brother and agent, whose eyes just light up with dollar signs every time he sees Jimmy. (laughs) Robert Sean Leonard, the great Robert Sean Leonard, who when I saw, I thought, ah, terrific, Robert Sean Leonard's here, this movie's going to be great. We're saved, because everything Robert Sean Leonard touches turns to gold. I was wrong about that. <laughs> I, but I thought, I thought, I thought the guy who's, who you know, was one of the driving forces behind Dead Poets Society can't, you know, he would only choose terrific films to be a part of. What, are you saying so. his line, what am I, a piece of wood, <laughs> isn't poetry? Are you saying that's not a poetic line for Robert? Yeah, he's... He's not a great character. You know what I – can I say one thing that it, it first confused me? He's the first instance of my being a little confused by this is when he's on the microphone talking to Jimmy Bly in the car, which continues. Really, it's a bit of a wild west out there. Who's allowed to talk Anybody. to Bloom during the Anybody. race? Yeah. It's like everybody's got a line into the driver, which oh he was the first instance of my – like questioning that, being huh. like, that's odd that they let him talk. His brother's just chiming in. Like, I, I, yeah. So. Yeah. So there's there. They always had two people in their ear. It seemed like at, <laughs> yes. a, at if, all times. At minimum. At minimum, there happened to be a wife on, on in there. Just whatever to build up a little bit of drama. Yep. But this is a, a, a legitimate question. There's always just usually one person. With the line of communication, right? Yeah. Normally, there's like the race engineers talking directly to the driver. Burt Reynolds. In, in this instance. Even in this instance, it wouldn't even be – Burt Reynolds is more like the team principal. Yeah. is like the team owner who's – you sometimes hear at the end of a race them talk to the driver. You hear sure. that guy chime in. Good say, job, oh, Great buddy. job, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, normally it's like the race engineer is just one guy talking to him. And they certainly – the drivers don't talk to one another, which also occurs <laughs> yeah, the A lot, yep. <laughs> um, so, so you're telling me Crusher. Crusher is likely the race engineer. Cr- 
Crusher would be the guy, I would think. <laughs> of the characters we've seen, Crusher he's, would be the guy. He's like the only guy with headphones that doesn't talk. Like He's, yeah. wearing, he's wearing the whole movie, but Seemingly, he's never talking. he would be the guy. Crusher. Uh, we also meet Sophia, Bo's fiance, but... Bo breaks off their engagement to focus on racing. She takes off her ring in the garage and leaves it on the desk for months. It's there for months <laughs> until later in the season. Bo never picks it up. Nobody's ever like, oh, man, that looks like a gigantic wedding, like, engagement ring. Did that used to belong to Sophia? Wait, so tell me if I'm wrong. Just but, sitting there. Okay, so she takes it off. It's there. It stays there in the garage because it's picked up later. But... Don't they like change locations? It's the garage. Weren't they at a race? I thought so. So they've moved. It was right so it can't just be there yeah. because they've moved. There, there are yes. a lot of location problems. <laughs> a lot of location problems. Yeah. It's like this movie was in Canada like 80% of the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, until you see that Chicago sewer pop up. <laughs> and then we know we're in Chicago. <laughs> totally. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but it kept on going back uh, to Canada. There, were, there was actually some filming in Quebec. I, I actually, one of the, my... Uh, I guess my, my happiest moment was uh, purchasing this on Amazon. I'm not happy that I purchased that <laughs> yeah. we each spent three ninety nine on this movie. But I had never watched a movie on Amazon, and I didn't know that it, it comes with uh, some little tidbits as you watch. Uh, so there was all all of the continuity errors listed on Amazon wow. like, during during each during scene. the movie. Yeah, what? E- each scene, like relative to each scene or specific to each scene. As soon as a scene would change, the notes pop up on the side. Wow. Uh, that are you know, pertaining to that scene. So that that was actually interesting to me. What were so my like standout <laughs> continuity errors? The, well, listen to this. This is how bad the movie is. This is I'm not giving anything away here. But this movie is so bad, they spelled Michael Andretti's name wrong <laughs> in the credits. Not that I was, not that I was watching, not that I was watching the credits, but the, the movie ended, credits popped up, and the notes changed, and it's titled "Goofs." In the end credits, Michael Andretti's name is spelled as Michael, the the Michael that we all think Michael should be spelled as E A L to me. That's how it should be spelled, obviously. And the end credits also Jasmine Wagner's name is spelled wrong, uh, Jasmine with an E. Uh, so, you went deep, Tess. Well, no, it just popped up. They they these all popped up. So you know, I'll, I'll jump in with some mistakes here as as we go along. But por- speaking of Canada, portions of the film were shot at Circuit Gilles Villeneuve in Montreal, Montreal. Quebec. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, f- of course. But there was never a race in Montreal. There no, was I only in Toronto. in Toronto. Toronto they say. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that Canadian tidbit. And in I there. actually feel like Cuz there's a lot of Molson you know Canadian where, banner a lot ads. Of Molson talk. Do yeah. you know where they filmed the race in Germany? Did it say was that? Because I actually thought at times it kind of looked like Sergei Shovilnov, although it's meant to be the Nürburgring. Like it's kind of meant because that whole thing where uh, we'll wait till we get to the, the whole memo scene, but the thing where it takes the emergency vehicles a long time to get there because the track is so huge was the reason they stopped racing at the Nurburgring. I, am, uh, so I it's imagine kind of a it reference that, to a real issue. I imagine that was filmed in Quebec, in Canada. I, I don't yeah. think they got. Do the you Germany watch uh, most videos on Prime with the notes on? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. This was my first time, <laughs> and I'm pretty happy about that. Okay, that was the best part of this film. <laughs> the the <mistakes>. notes, <laughs> uh, but well, there, we there's some there's some German mistakes we'll document. get to later. I think they did, I think they did shoot a little bit in Germany, but I don't know if it was at the maybe they just got like exteriors and stuff. Yeah, like uh, stock, like what they yeah. did with the Japan. 
Like, hey, we're swimming in Japan now. There's a <laughs> Japanese flag at this pool. That's yeah. Are you in That's Japan? Right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, okay. <laughs> with the wait, can I? So to go back to the kind of the beginning with the the telling versus the showing, I think for me, my biggest am, amazingly, there's so many issues with this movie, but one of my biggest is just the trigger for all the action, which is they say they don't portray in any way. But they say Jimmy Bly is struggling with consistency and focus. You hear the guy say that, and he's racing. He's currently in second. He's just come off winning three races in a row. He's in second in this particular race. Somehow he's struggling with consistency and focus, and this is the trigger for Burt Reynolds to go start shaking up the team in the manner that he does. But... I just am like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, it's, there's, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. I, they, they call it like basically the halfway point when they bring in Joe Tonto, yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's character, ex-champion, flamed out of the sport for reasons unknown. How high of a, how many times champion? Nobody knows, but he's brought back to tutor Jimmy, and I'm exactly with you. If that was the halfway point, they say there's 20 races in the season. So he's won half of the races in the first half of the season. They're like, I don't know if this rookie can handle it. Seems like a solid start to a career to me. If you win five of the first ten races. Insane. Yeah, uh, that was surprising to me. But uh, you knew it was time to call Joe Tonto. When <laughs> I, Carl I, Henry said, Crusher, it's time it, to call Joe Tonto. And at the time, you know what I thought was also a funny? You know what I thought was a funny thing was when they, they said memos out. You know, it's time to get Joe Tonto. But at that point, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we had met Memo. So I thought they were just like, they've got, they've created this entire character just to throw him away in the first 10 minutes of the movie. At the time, I didn't realize he would be back. But I was like, (laughs) they've, they've concocted this entire guy just to, just to... As a casually reference, be like, well, he's fired. Oh, yeah. We got to get <laughs> That's him out of here. That's what I thought at the time. Memo, he's, he's terrible. We can't trust this guy. What do you think, JD? Was uh, a little uh, little light-handed by Rennie Harlan there, the intros of meeting everybody? <laughs> yeah, very, very soft touch from Rennie <laughs> very there. Very subtle. Uh, you know, every, I agree with everything you just said. When they did sort of fall into the show instead of tell, uh, I, this caught my eye. Um, they showed this... <laughs> Cover of ESPN magazine with the two uh, the two leads there, Jimmy Bly and Brandenburg. But look at the top of the water polo. Water polo in the Magnificent I'm so Seven. I'm so glad you caught this. I'm so glad you caught this. What, this is a big seller. What is like, the cart champion by water polo double issue here? I I guess. <laughs> but like, why why is it there? I mean, I looked. I looked. I googled. Uh, water polo and the Magnificent Seven could not come up with it. I think there was a water polo team referred to as the Magnificent Seven at some point, but how distracting is that? I, like, maybe it's just me, but Jesus. Like, well, admit, I, I gotta that's see what these guys bit, are doing. A little bit of verite. I mean, ESPN covers have multiple, you know, references to multiple articles on the front, not just the feature. No, fair mm-hmm. enough. I think but. it's... You had to put something there. You didn't necessarily that, have so to put water you polo. I'm so glad that because that was... That was yeah. So Joe comes back and he shakes literally everybody's hand in the garage. I think it 100% handshake coverage when he comes back. He even shakes the hand, of course, of Memo Moreno, the driver who Joe is replacing, and also the man who is now married to Joe's ex-wife, Kathy. (laughs) Joe stole Memo's job. Memo stole Joe's wife. 
and they're best friends. These guys have no animosity towards each other at all. They're even like bro slapping and oh, pointing yeah. at each other. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Has anything ever like right, happened like this in real Formula One, Graydon? Anything similar to this? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, more of like the, the off, the off, uh, the off track. Uh, um, you know, actually, uh, uh, the only thing I was still going to say is Max Verstappen's girlfriend is former Red Bull driver Daniel Kvyat's girlfriend and and the and Kvyat is the the father of his girlfriend's child. So there is a slight okay. there is okay. a I mean, that's the post movie but like wow. I would say that like some like drivers dating other drivers former you know partners and wives ahead and of its time is not is is not unheard of is not a, however that is a more recent phenomenon <laughs> driven was not referencing that at the time at the time uh, um max verstappen maybe not even born or like a tiny baby maybe, maybe like a, very a small tiny baby, baby. yeah, yeah. What do you think, JD? Who's, uh, who's in the power position here? Is it Joe or is it Memo? <laughs> Joe, the job stealer, or Memo, the wife stealer? <laughs> oh, great question. <laughs> great question. Huh. You know, you just opened my eyes to a whole new conflict that Sly came up with in the script. It's probably part of that, you know, four-hour cut that we we never saw. <laughs> I would say... Uh, I would say that Memo at this moment is in the power position because he's still loving life. He's sure. like, hey, man, I just love life. I love fucking your old old wife. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know what? It's great. We're friends. Everybody's cool. I'm, you know, that. so obviously he's doomed, right? Like yeah. if uh, yes. a character like yeah. that in a movie yeah. like this. He was too happy. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's got the upper hand. And, and you know, Sly's body language is just awful. You know, like he's just like, ugh. He just had the converse, confrontation with uh, with Gina Gershon there, who comes at him inexplicably, right like just like whatever she says, like wait, you gonna you gonna ask me a question, whatever, whatever she says, <laughs> and uh, he's just ouch, oh, you got She's me. a little knives out the whole time. She's she's oh, picking a fight. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you know, and, you know, fair enough. <laughs> he left her with nothing. I might add. Yeah, so understandable. <laughs> I, I actually understood her motivations a totally. little bit, which is. Uh, Saying something for not this a, movie. But it's not like he has all that much. He has a little farm where in like Vermont or something. <laughs> he's right. upstate, you know, he's yeah. just fixing up old racing cars. He's not, you know, he doesn't have all that much to his name. For a former champion. Who, yeah, I mean, I know he lost Maybe. it all I mean, <laughs> yeah. as, we, as we know. But. And, oh, by the way, when you get a gander at uh, Memo, he's the hottest a person. Very Memo's handsome man. Very yeah, handsome Yeah, no wonder. Man. The Ricky Martin character of this film. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I I, I happen to have my... uh, My mouse pointing at the the credits when when we first saw Memo and Dario Franchitti popped up. And I thought, is that Dario Franchitti? But it's not. No. 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 An actor? And this is some actor. But Dario Franchitti, there are... You know, we just watched Hustle, the movie, uh, for No Dunks. Yeah. Uh, unlike you know, hustle. This movie points out every single cameo except Dario Franchitti. <laughs> like, there's like, hey, Michael Andretti and Paul Tracy are leaving the pits. Like this, this, this movie points everyone out. Hustle. There were some sly cameos, but Franchitti. That's why I thought Franchitti was. Well, it's because his name came up. That's why I thought Franchitti was. was there's this a couple character. sly. There's a couple sly cameos. <laughs> no here. pun. A couple quiet ones in the background. Oh. Uh, there's one Jean really, Louisi. really distracting one. Did you see this? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman <laughs> randomly 
shaking hands with Joe? <laughs> Wait, that- no, that's 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 Mario Andretti. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. It, are you sure? No. <laughs> I, I, think I don't know if I Mario think Andretti is in it, but I believe you both. Sorry, how, how tall is Mario Andretti? He's probably mm. small. They're not Drivers Ish. aren't normally big guys. Yeah. But, but Sly's Sly not is huge. It, and is Sly com- Sly short? Isn't no, it? no. Compared to the yeah, compared to the actor, the actor. I don't know. It could, it, it could go either I mean, way. It could be Andre. I mean, it look could at- be Hoffman. According to Wikipedia, one very brief uncredited cameo contains Dustin Hoffman in racing. Gear. Okay, okay, okay. So no, you're maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> Listen, I thought it was Andretti. Just it, admittedly, I didn't pause on this moment. It did fly by. Yes. So yes. I, so I just was like, oh look, it's one of the Andretti. Guys. It's like it's Andretti. Well, I That's saw what it. I, kind of I saw it, and time. I was like, oh, Dustin Hoffman's in this. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. Let's see where we go. But so maybe it is. Andretti. I'm gonna say I'm wrong. I'm gonna say I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna say it sounds like you're. It sounds well, like you're it's right. Wikipedia. Who knows? But uh, yeah. when they shot that scene, like they're just. I think this was during the Molson Indy, and he, this is Sylvester Stallone saying hello to yeah. Dustin Hoffman. This is just a, they He's caught like, oh, on camera. Here. I'm here too. And then Rennie's like, oh, let's put it in the movie. Why not, right? Either way, good use of one of the most famous actors on earth and one of the biggest names in motorsports. So I would say good. You say, uh, you say Joe doesn't have much uh, after leaving the cart circuit. But he does have at least 75 cents because very soon after his introduced, <laughs> we see Tonto on the track for the first time doing his iconic quarters bit. He drives around the track. He throws three quarters out at various locations. And then he drives his lap, drifting over the quarter and picking it up with his rear Without wheels. losing a millisecond. Not a millisecond of speed, Graydon. Tass, you're the best driver in the factory. You think you can pull this off? <laughs> Absolutely, I can pull it off. I would, uh, like Sly S- Stallone does, I would lose milliseconds because he's he's skidding out. He is no, you ha- it, 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 yes. meaningless to say you don't lose milliseconds. You would lose speed doing that. You would lose time. 100%. Yes, not the fastest way around the track. Because he is drifting every single time, which is strange. Wait, I'm going to call I, you on that there. I don't think you could pull it off no, because you know who could. you know who can pull it off. The people who can pull it off they're not among the living. That's right. As they say very clearly <laughs> in the, Can anybody else in pull the this show. Off? They're not among, not the, among the living. Which, what? Correct. <laughs> is this a reference to Fangio? Allegedly, Fangio used to actually do this way back in like the 1950s. Wow. When they I first didn't... invented cars and quarters. So he would not be amongst the living in 2001. When they first invented cars and quarters? Is that what quarters You think quarters have been around longer than the 1950s? I don't, I mean, I, I, I would have to see the date. I'd have to see the date. I didn't think they were quarters, actually, but. But they are, okay. So they're saying Juan Manuel Fangio used to do that? Something. So Look, now I you respect it. I just saw it on IMDb. Well, I'm just curious as to what that looked like in real life. I don't know. It's a great question. Uh, also, quarters have allegedly been around since 1796. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big spender, back in 1796. Yeah, no doubt. You were balling if you had a quarter way back then. Uh, what do you think about this scene, JD, of uh, Joe showing us he's still got it? Uh, drifting out there. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was blown away by the the uh, visual effects, obviously. Um, <laughs> and some great, li- like, the humming comes in here. Oh, this is the, the first humming, time the we, first humming. we, quote unquote, hear the humming, but I didn't hear any humming. Like, really, you can't hear what he's humming. 
Like, if you're going to have humming, is that if that's going to be a set piece? Because it does come back, right? Yeah. Oh, it yeah, comes it back to a major moment. Oh, 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 gone. he's humming. Can you hear it? No, I can't hear it. What is he humming? Was it something that they couldn't get the real, like, was it happy birthday to you? Like, was it something they couldn't get the rights for? And they had to bury it in the mix. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I thought it was like the William Tell overture or whatever. That's really? What, I, I couldn't look, hear it. It's also Sylvester Stallone doing the humming. And like the guy's got a monotone speaking voice. Right. So his hum comes across quite the same. I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, not a very effective like uh, mechanism for showing, oh, this guy's in the zone. But I guess they had to have something and maybe like what you other can't whistle. Tick. Yeah. Like, whistling, I think, would be better. It would cut humming. through in the mix. It would cut for through sure. for sure. Yeah. I, I felt like I could hear. I, mean, I couldn't hear the humming to the sense that I could. Tell when he was humming, but I heard like a yeah, it was a, it was sort of a low. Yeah, if 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 they didn't say he's humming, I would not know that he was humming. But a great line at the end of this from the guy, whoever the guy is. First of all, he says, "What there's you come into the scene and uh, the dead poet's guy says, what'd you give him?'" And then the the technician or what what is that guy? What's his name? The Crusher? Crusher? Crusher is that his name? Yeah. yeah. He goes, "I gave him gas money." Uh, yeah, it's which, like okay. Is that mean, what does that mean? I think he's referring to the seventy-five cents. And as if and it, gas must have been real cheap back then. I mean, <laughs> right? inflation. Like, yeah. they, they, maybe my prices are off here, but I mean, yeah, it seems. And so, like, maybe it would have been helpful to see that. I don't know. Like, it was just sort, sort of weird. And then Dead Poets guy goes, Ugh. and he he leaves for some reason, <laughs> like exasperated. And then at the end of it, Crusher gets on the horn and he's be- <laughs> the party line. As it turns out, well. I think you passed the audition, and I'm not mop, mopping up the mess, Hummer. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I had to go back and I was like, what? what is he talking about? And then I realized, okay, Hummer, because he was humming. Okay. Uh-huh. But what about the mess? Like, uh, What's mop, the mess? He just drove the around the race course. It's, the, it's what yeah. you do. There's I mean, a I think course. he's future, implying future a future mess. Yeah, he brought this old guy in. Uh, Nothing but trouble. Uh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Fair. Okay. okay. I mean, he passed the test. Uh, the reveal of the uh, when fair. Jimmy Bly sees that he what he thinks is only two quarters on the wheel. <laughs> he uh, forgot he that Jimmy Bly walks round. away. He goes ah, two, two or three ain't bad. Yeah, I guess wheels are round. Wheels are round. Yeah. <laughs> spin it. Spin, spin, spin that thing around. Spin it. Whoa! There's that quarter. Whoa. Three or three. Mm. <laughs> only Joe and Fangio could pull it off, and that proves he's still got it. Joe makes his racing comeback at the Toronto Molson Indy. I think they were calling it. Was this filmed at the X? Did that look like the the exhibition, like the the yeah. exterior oh, 100%. scene of that? That's where the part of the race is. So that makes sense. That, yeah, that, a, that felt real. I liked uh, the montage of like sights and sounds, and there's just one scene of a woman just taking the biggest hi- bite of a hot dog you've ever seen. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like half some, of a hot dog. There are some weird wild, moments where there's these like like little insertions <laughs> of like t- like, like what? quote unquote <laughs> sexy moments yeah, like, that are that are very peculiar. Come. Very out of left field. Total creep show. Total, yeah. <laughs> total oh, creep show. Well, in general, there's a lot of, like, speaking of the creep show, so I, by this point, we've already been introduced to the journalist that is covering the, like, the real deal inside Burt Reynolds' team. And she, I mean, maybe perhaps a somewhat realistic portrayal of the world of motorsports is being sexually harassed somewhat constantly yes. by yeah. the people around her. Like, the creep show so, like, ter- As far as the creep show goes, it's impossible for a man not to make a unprofessional comment to her. They are yeah. incapable. Well, it goes both ways, both sexes as well, because the first person uh, that was inappropriately 
touched was Jimmy Bly yeah. while he was doing his uh, his media tour. At, oh yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, heartthrob. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, a fan, came up to him and, and pinched his butt uh, <laughs> yeah. while there was tons of shots of women's chests <laughs> yes. and women's yes, butts. Yes. Uh, clearly, yes. one woman not wearing a bra, uh, and then yeah, the uh, the 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 comment. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was it was quite inappropriate. Stallone, yeah, just a quick uh, butt slap of uh, the reporter. Yes, if that, I'm correct. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a different time. She's I there th- investigating male dominance in sports, and I think the <laughs> article is going to be very eye opening when it finally drops. Well, that's drops. weird. Yeah. But that that was, I mean, all of the relationships are dumb. all all of the 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 romantic endeavors in this movie and and that one is just so forced where some and there's there's no chemistry between between sylvester stallone and the reporter but they somehow fall in love that's a forced job real forced job job. there's no point in that but every single relationship is it's bad yeah yeah, but Carl Henry's uh, move to bring in Joe here pays uh, dividends pretty early because Jimmy wins in Canada after Carl has Joe block Bo on the last lap. Joe is pissed about this because, Graydon, this is not pure victory. But Joe has proven to Carl that he'll do anything he can to help Jimmy. Have you ever seen team orders this controversial before? Pull out in front of the guy in second place on the last lap of the race? I have. Th- you obviously see team orders, and you do see people explicitly try to hold people up let's you know we famously sure. remember Sergio Perez kind of holding up Lewis Hamilton in the uh, final race uh, of the F1 season last year so it's not that it doesn't happen although at least in Formula One you I guess you could interrupt him briefly to prevent an overtake but you'd get shown a blue flag so you'd have to get by you couldn't truly hold the guy up without a further penalty so I don't know. I mean, well, those it's aren't not... the rules in the cart. Wait, can I? Wait, one thing can I say about before we move on from the race, the first race in Canada of yeah, many seeming many. Uh, races in Canada is I think this is the first instance we get a portrayal of an accident, which I found to be Ooh. incredibly extreme. Like well, every wanted. accident was the most shocking on track accident I have ever seen in my life up until the next one that I would see later <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. film. Like, Every, you know, nobody's spinning like, out and like hitting like, the wall a little bit. No, they're like, insane. Something's going they're flying. spinning, yeah. they're flying. They're, and you, I think we got one in that race and it I found it very startling. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> every, every time I saw an accident, my my note that I was taking was the accident where somebody died. Uh, because yeah. because has, I it has to be. It sure felt that way. I but then note. I deleted it because nobody died, as we'll get to a little bit later on. But yeah, they went for it. They really went for every single <laughs> accident. I have a note here that just says that was a very bad accident. <laughs> At the time, I didn't yeah. realize how many accidents there would be. So yeah. I thought oh, my next note. My next note. Just as a little bit of foreshadowing, says, "LOL, the synchronized swimming." LOL. <laughs> so that's well, my... honestly, that's a perfect time to take a break. Uh, stick around. We'll talk synchronized swimming afterwards. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep. 
You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Back with no breaks. When we left, Graydon had just hit us with his note. <laughs> LOLOL. Synchronized swimming. <laughs> <laughs> well, after his victory in Canada, Jimmy starts cozying up to Sophia, Bo's ex-fiance, and she charms him with, you guessed it, synchronized swimming. <laughs> well, hold on. Is it synchronized swimming if you're by yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great or, point. Uh, wow. Is there another name Stylish for it if it's a solo? Well, I had to Google it, Swim and I didn't dancing. even know what to Google, but <laughs> what, I, what I came up with, with was uh, artistic swimming, they okay. call it, when you're by yourself. So... Yeah, another creep shot in there, oh, like big time, big, uh, big time creep shot. Yeah, um, weird one. Is synchronized swimming sexy? Like just in general? <laughs> like was this cool? Like, I, there I, was a shot that I was I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, when she comes up and then does the yes, splits, yes. and I I literally looked away. I, I as I was just like, mm, uh, no, I can't. I just. I felt it was gratuitous. It was, gratuitous. It was quite gratuitous. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think even Jimmy in character is like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm swimming. He's like, cool. I actually cool. made made a list of, uh, I started making a list of things Jimmy's never done. Yeah. Okay. okay. Seen synchronized swimming. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Been on a vacation. Number been, two. Never been on a vacation. Never been on a vacation. You want to go on a vacation? I've never been on one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the third thing, this is my speculation. Uh, never had sex with Sophia. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. Big totally. right? Never, absolutely does not. Yeah. They do not sleep together. They're friends. <laughs> well, then, if really? Because if. Well, I know. If I they know. Are, I mean, they're not, they're not friends. They're just saying that because they're in like a early courting, you know, kind of friend zone dance thing. But clearly, they're interested in one another. Well, why would? Why else would he freak out like that? When of course, you feel of course. good about your friend getting <clears throat> engaged at a. He freaks out and has, a, I think, a very reasonable kind of normal yeah reaction. response. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which we can get. To. <laughs> like, yeah. I will say, yeah, he's never seen synchronized <laughs> swimming, but to defend Jimmy, have you ever seen anyone do that in a pool? <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, think so. That's a good point. I like, guess I've never. Cool and be like, whoa. Have, have you never seen synchronized swimming live? Have you never been to a pool? I've I've seen it hundreds of times, not hundreds of times, but at least a dozen times How in my life. I've seen you? somebody doing I've seen, what Stella Warren was I've doing seen, that no level. Oh, I once got, was irate because I was at the Y. This was in Toronto. And I was doing laps. And these girls got into my lane to practice synchronized swimming while Ooh. I'm doing laps. Okay. I was like, and I just quietly skulked over and got out of the way. I didn't. I was angry, but I wasn't. Is this yeah, I didn't when you started it. your Peloton journey? Because you were like, "There's yeah. just too much, <laughs> well, too, too many interruptions." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe that. Maybe the actor that was swimming in front of you in Toronto, or one it of the girls, was. <laughs> I was going to call her Elizabeth Warren. Was Estella Warren? Who? Uh, wow. who can you imagine Elizabeth Warren singing yes. "I Swim"? As a matter of fact, I can. <laughs> I can too. I, I think she could pull it off. But Estella Warren, the actor, actually was a synchronized swimmer, right. and she moved to Toronto from. Peterborough, Ontario, a suburb, uh, to train with the national synchronized swimming team. And she later became senior national champion. She was good. She almost made the Olympics. She was 
uh, a bronze medalist at the Junior World Championships. And obviously in this film, they said, hey, you can swim. You can do synchronized swimming, so do solo artistic swimming because we're not going to get a second person. But <laughs> yeah, you do it weird. in front of Jimmy, so he gets excited. He didn't. Wait, he didn't, JD has a yeah, rule around this: when like, somebody he has he a did. talent and they always do it in a movie. What's the? Yeah. The, oop. Uh, what? What? Oh. Yeah. So her her talent obviously she can swim. Yeah. My my rule is it's called the Mandy Patinkin rule. It's very it's very loose rule, which is to say if you have Mandy Patinkin in your movie, have him sing. You okay. should have him sing because the guy's a great singer. Everything he's been in, he's sung. Well, no, uh, yeah, I don't think he sang in The Princess Bride, did he? Mm, I don't know. But if you ever watched old episodes remember. of Chicago, every third episode, Chicago Hope, sorry, okay. Chicago yeah, Hope, I think he was singing. He's a doctor, and he's like singing. So that's where I came up with the Mandy <laughs> Patinkin. He doesn't sing I'm trying at home to rack my either. brain to think of another person who it's like they have a unique talent, and therefore they yeah. always do it in every instance they're portrayed. I well, I don't know if this is the same, but in Yellowstone, there's a guy who's a country singer, and like he's an actor for the first few episodes, but then he starts singing a country song. And you're like, well, it was only a matter of time. You know, right. yeah, it's like a, yeah. if, like a musician. If they're a musician, like they're gonna sing somehow, some way. Yeah, like yeah, the, same yeah. if you're an artistic swimmer. Dana Carvey <laughs> plays the church lady, and the church lady plays the drums. Right? Yeah. Isn't right. that yeah. kind of yeah. like right, that? Right, it's right. like it's like oh, church we lady's might, pretty good on the drums. Eh? We might make it through the entire Sopranos without that one guy ever playing the guitar. Mm. The guy from oh, I love oh, that's a good right. Point. He, yeah. I don't think we ever see him playing music. No, never Despite the not. entire he, he, he yeah. Yeah, but you see Junior sing a beautiful song. Oh, uh, that is a lovely yeah. scene. Yeah, that is. A lo- so. We should have watched old Sopranos. One other note I did like from this scene: um, Jimmy asks Sophia, "Where did you learn that?" And she's like, "I was raised by frogs." Ribbit, 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 ribbit. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, this was a Sylvester Stallone ad lib that he told her to say. Great ass. <laughs> Thanks, Sly. Thanks for sliding that in there. And then, and then Jimmy responds with, "Well, I'm glad you escaped." How do you know she wanted to escape? That's my yeah. question. If she, she wants to go back, she seems her... happy in the water. Yeah, maybe they all died. Maybe she. What, do you <laughs> need to escape got like if you were raised by? Fro- so you're suggesting that the frogs like had. Trapped yeah, exactly. her and she was held prisoner. Maybe they're as a something. child. Maybe Jimmy was she... thinking of poisonous frogs. Well, hold exist. on. Let's break this down. Uh, <laughs> if, let, assuming she's human mm-hmm. and she's raised by frogs, like yeah. as if a human raised by wolves, right? Sort I of think thing. that's kind so, of the suggestion. Yeah. But they're so. frogs. But do, raised, but when you say raised by wolves, the suggestion isn't that like the wolves are, like, are holding you prisoner. Yes, I suppose. I think it's like you're one of the pack now. Right. Like Mog- uh, Mowgli. Mowgli? Mowgli? What's his Mowgli? name? Mowgli. Yeah. The Jungle Book Mowgli. guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Raised mm-hmm. by wolves. Right? Yeah, that's family. Are they, is he really, yeah, or like a, a blue the bear or something. Well, they're friends, but he uh, was t- he was raised by the wolves. Was that it? is that was he? I haven't seen it in a, mi- in a million years. I can be honest. Well, you'll get to watch it again soon. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be watching it enough in the in the coming years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, Jimmy does fall for Sophia. The the artistic swimming works, but it proves to be a distraction on the track for Jimmy, resulting in him crashing out of a race in Japan. And bad news. Sophia is an overbow, which we know because she said those exact words to Jimmy the first time they met, which was maybe three or four days ago. She said, I am not over him. And it turns out to be a problem because Jimmy, Bo, and Sophia are pretty much traveling around the world together and going to all of the same events. Mm -hmm. And also because Joe is advising Bo to reconcile with Sophia, 
using the ring that hasn't moved from the paddock in months. <laughs> Why was Joe advising Bo at all? Joe, that's Joe. You know his 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 heart's too big for his head. You know he. I mean, I, he's got too much love to give. I think is the problem right here. So Bo asks to- him uh, <laughs> when Bo asks him a question, needs some life advice. He can't look out for his teammate first and foremost. He does what's right by the guy he's talking to. It's a sweet gesture, but perhaps a misguided. <laughs> yeah, I did. Th- I thought Joe and Bo were rivals. Yeah, but Same. here he is telling him, like, giving him some a heart to heart on wrecking. Style. Yeah, I don't. Like, uh, I, it, it didn't. The scene didn't make sense. Also, and, and they're also just hanging around the track, like running stairs or something. Yeah, I don't know. it was a weird. Yeah, a weird scene. I th- did anyone think that he was trying to sabotage him? Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I actually didn't think never he was just being a good guy to like. <laughs> oh, I never questioned. Ju- I never questioned that he was just. That he was just like giving him some life advice. That he was just like a wise old okay. hand being just like, wise you gotta guy. go after your, gotta go after the one you love, young, youngin. That's yeah, what but, I kind of thought. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Is he supposed to be? Is he supposed? Is Bo, Joe supposed to be helping Jimmy here by like uh, eliminating the distraction? That that having yeah. Sophia Wait, go back to Bo, but which also, then clears things up for Jimmy to focus on racing and pure victory. Yeah, but that brings up a great question, which is that Joe's supposed to come in to help Jimmy, and his kind of like giving Jimmy advice and like tutoring him actually doesn't occur for a good like middle portion of the movie. Like his tutelage of him actually comes in comparatively late, which really confused me. Like his entire reason for being introduced in the story, there's no, is in no way forwarded or realized for an hour. Yeah, she's on screen or something like that, which. Well, that's because of the dead poets guy. Oh, so you think it's Robert Sean Leonard's yeah, in between? Yeah, he was just, just like yeah, cock blocking okay. and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, channel, okay, channel yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Channel through me. I'm, <laughs> I'm a good channel. <laughs> channel through me. <laughs> well, at a party in Chicago to unveil the next season's cars, Bo and Sophia reconcile right in front of Jimmy, and Jimmy is pissed. So he steals one of the prototypes and goes on a joyride through Chicago, and Joe follows in pursuit. This was a wild scene. The two of them whipping through Chicago. Helmets off. Seatbelts on. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> what did they put on those seatbelts? It takes like four people to get you into a car, but these guys just hopped in, drove around. Honestly, some incredible Sylvester Stallone faces uh, <laughs> during this joyride. Uh, him trying to act, <laughs> him trying to do his face in different ways was hilarious to me. And yeah. well, first off, I guess the keys were in the ignition of both <laughs> just cars. Ready to go. Uh, <laughs> just ready to and go. And completely fueled up too. Right? Fueled, fueled up. up. Fired up, ready to go. Cars that, sure, it's famously not easy to just turn on like a normal car or whatever. <laughs> just it doesn't hop in matter. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Turn the ignition and you're gone. You know, that's uh, the sort of insider secret that he didn't get because he couldn't get access to F1. So, JD, you made fun of the the special effects earlier. Like, like you, mm. you hinted at, I mean, the blurring while Sylvester Stallone is driving, they're obviously implying, this guy's old. Uh, he <laughs> Wait, can't... What? They are? No, I yeah. thought they were implying that it was just fast. And windy. <laughs> no, no, but, but every time he's in a car, every, even when he's on the track, I mean, they, they're just producing a little drama while it's not... Where yeah. it's not. Uh, yeah, I think they every basically every time he's in a car, it's either blurring or he's squinting. Like, I can't see. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's just a crappy special effect. The, yeah. The blurring sort of around the track. Oh, I agree. Track. It's like a, a terrible special effect. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, I thought I was with Graydon in that I thought that it was to do with 
the speed. The speed. The no, but I Slash, think... like, being in the zone, yeah. kind of, like, right. everything, like, fades away, and he's, all he sees is, like... Oh, he wasn't. The, the obviously, angle. he wasn't in the zone. Well, he wasn't humming. He wasn't humming. Yeah, yeah that, know. that didn't happen to anybody else, though, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think the, the blurring happened to any other driver Yeah, but nobody else could also pull off the three-quarters move <laughs> either, going so it's like, he's clearly a special driver. <laughs> clearly. That's why he was in this friggin' movie. He solved everything. I was laughing because at first, uh, Joe finally catches Jimmy, and they just get out of the cars, and I'm thinking... There's no consequences for this, for going through a joyride. Oh. But then I laughed even harder when they said it was a 25000 $25, There are no fine. consequences. That's insane. Yeah, that is 25000 bucks. My notes is they that's just it. got away with this exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, <laughs> 25K fine, question mark. 25K. I got that. Yeah, they just walk away. Where are the cops? Where are... Yeah, they just left the cars. Somebody yeah. will get these. Well, not only that, they did... They... Not only did they, they they didn't bother trying to get away. They they stood beside the cars in the middle of University Avenue in, in Toronto, by the way, uh, <laughs> arguing with each other, and then just sort of meandered away. But as can't do that. A Hilarious. good place to fake shoot in Chicago. They do kind of the physical landscape totally, of the city totally. are similar, yeah. so it yeah. makes for a good fake Chicago. Well, after the joyride through Chicago, Carl decides that the Joe experiment isn't really working, and I have to say I can't blame him. Because since Joe joined the team, Jimmy has one race win and one race crash. Crash. He's also started dating a rival's ex-fiance, then gone on a joyride through a major American <laughs> city after his mentor broke up his relationship. So I'm thinking kind of the right call so far by Carl to bring back Memo to replace Joe in Germany. <laughs> Is this, I mean, like, come on, Joe. Joe's dropping the ball here. Like he said, he didn't do any mentoring until they were on this joyride. I don't think that... that there was really good reason to bring in Joe in the first place. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, exactly. I'm not opposed to exactly bringing right. Memo back. I'm not opposed <laughs> yeah. to bringing Memo back. He, yeah. It was, it was like 50% decision. win percentage before Joe, 50% <laughs> This after. is the only, Doing okay. this is one of the only decisions made in this movie that the action leading up to it seems to reasonably yes. justify. <laughs> yeah. The idea that you're like, you cannot go chasing around our star driver around the city of Chicago. <laughs> and it's, you are off the team and we are putting the old guy back is a reasonable response to what has just occurred. Yeah, you thought he was falling apart at the seams before. Now he's driving 200, 000, 200 miles through the city. But I'm slightly confused as to why Joe was brought back at all now. Because he initially, because well, he, he's brought back to be uh, Jimmy Bly's, you know, his his guiding light or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But he he, uh, Burt Reynolds' character, Crusher, not Crusher, Burt Reynolds' character, Carl, Carl yeah. says, uh, uh, "I didn't bring you back to drive." And Joe's like, "What?" And then he gets in the car and he drives all those races, even though he is right. he he didn't bring him back to drive because he is the quote unquote blocker for for. Jimmy Bly, like he is I just think he like means that. It like you're not here to win. Like your job is not as a driver. You're here right. you're to be part of the team and do what the team needs. Yeah, okay. I think that's the suggestion. You're a pawn out here. You're yeah, a pawn. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, gonna yeah. do what I say. Sure. I think that's the okay. Suggestion. But then he ends up driving a lot. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 he's driving a ton. <laughs> yeah, he and can't then, stop driving. He's yeah. good at driving. <laughs> But he has been subbed out, and at the next race in Germany, it's pouring rain. Bad conditions out there. Oh, but that was a weird special effect. Bo and Jimmy battling for first, and look who's charging hard in third place. Wouldn't you believe it? It's Memo Moreno. Memo Moreno. He's supposed to be blocking, but now Kathy's on the pit row mics for some reason. So he's racing hard. He's going for the victory. 
They just let anybody. They just let anybody talk to the drivers mid race. What is Kathy doing? Three people. (laughs) Go for it. You can win this. As it turns out, though, Memo is racing a little too hard because late in the race, Memo collides with Jimmy, (laughs) which I think I think I have this right now. (laughs) Sends Memo flying in the air. Yep. He looks down and witnesses his own crash, which I think is pretty wild. Where like they show the scene of his eyes looking down at all the cars coming beneath him. His car gets hit by another car, which sends his car into a fireball, off the track, out of the stadium, into a nearby pond. I don't out of the stadium, or was it just like into like a, a pond, like in the interior of the you, racetrack? Well, come on. I mean, off the. I mean, they shouldn't the have interior ra- ponds. Off the, they <laughs> do some places. They do, but they like they off the track though. No, he was off the track. It was outside. Of the pond outside of the track because <laughs> they made it clear that it was a very difficult location to, to get, get to, to for yeah. all the helicopters. Somehow the cars got around, like Bo came around, mm-hmm. drove up, parked, got out of his car, <laughs> and was able to get over there before the emergency services. Yeah, uh, Memo took a must big be breath. really hard. This, big breath from Memo. On this that was because that I was mentioning this earlier, but this was, is kind of a reference to the Nurbur Ring, which is famous and famously long, and takes you like off into the woods in Germany. And when people would get like in wrecks in these really far off parts of it, getting to them, getting medical attention to them was a huge pain, and that's part of the reason why. F1 stopped racing there. So there is, you know, this is a slight nod to a real world problem Mm. that motorsports is. Well, I'm curious if they handled it the same way as they did in Driven, where Jimmy pulls a U turn to save Memo. That was a bold move. And Sophia convinces Bo to do the same. As it turns out, not only do they have to save Memo from drowning, though, they also have to do it before all the fuel that's leaking out of the cars explodes. And the flaming tree that is near the pond falls into the pond. Wait, but but my favorite part of this scene is actually when Sophia says to Bo, Bo, you got to go help. Yeah. So he turns around to go, and then she says, but what are you going to do? <laughs> like she immediately questions his ability to help out. Honestly, like, it's fair. I, it's yeah, fair. I also get, like, what is he going to do? What but are you going to do? It's an insane sequence of lines. Yeah, it is, but it works. Bo turns around. Bo and Jimmy, they get Memo out. What what should have happened there was because she's a synchronized swimmer and she can hold her, her breath underwater, she should have taught Memo how to hold his breath underwater because he is underwater for a really long time. And a she, long Sophia time. should have just called him on the phone. They clearly can all talk to whomever. She could just patch into his line. <laughs> yeah, while and, he's underwater. And while he's underwater. Hold your breath, bud. <laughs> uh, Move your arms like their feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, There is a note here while watching on Amazon Prime uh, that says the methanol fuel as used by cart burns with an invisible flame and is water soluble. So it wouldn't have been on top of the water. Oh, interesting. Apparently, uh, water actually extinguishes methanol. <laughs> so it wouldn't have caused huh. this. Now, this this like so it's saying methanol is used in race car driving is the is the chosen. Yeah. Is the chosen fuel, so it would it it's water soluble. Um, okay, so so so, w- the, so it wouldn't have been. You're suggesting there's elements of the scene yeah. which are realistic. Been, <laughs> yeah. Sophia gets on the bike. She's like, actually, just leave him. It's gonna be fine. It's not gonna catch on the fire. Water, so, I'll just swim yeah. out. Because <laughs> when Bo says it's gonna explode, I'm I'm confused as to what's gonna explode. 
because don't doesn't everybody know that methanol is water soluble? Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the so Joe and Jimmy, or sorry, Bo and Jimmy, <laughs> Bo, Joe and Jimmy. What? Just, a, yeah. Come the on. names in this movie. Bo in and Jimmy are... save Memo. They get him out just before the tree crashes into the pond, setting everything on fire. Huge crash. Minor consequences, though. Memo appears to be paralyzed from the waist down. He has it the worst, but he is not mad or upset at all. (laughs) Not a little bit, even in the hospital. He's happy to be alive. Jimmy has a sprained foot, and Bo has a new contract offer for the next season from Carl. Because Carl's pissed that Jimmy decided it was more important to save a man's life than win the championship. The kicker? (laughs) Jimmy's brother, Demil, negotiated the deal for Bo and Carl? What? This wow. is, this is... When, what? Betrayal of the, of the highest ridiculous. order. I mean, the, mm-hmm. I mean, the, to think, Demil, you would think he would be loyal to your own brother, to stab him in the back like this. That's what you get for treating Demil like a piece of wood. Uh, but literally, I was like, <laughs> I mean, when, I, when but, had, but when had show Jimmy them interacting. The curb? But also, they don't even, do they even really show Demil and Bo reacting? Like, they don't, like... They don't – there isn't any foreshadowing of this at all. Like them – you know, you could see a scene where maybe they interact and he's like – you know, DeMille makes a comment like, you know, you're not really – you know, you're worth more than they're giving – or what, like something where they they're, they're, start to show that they're building a rapport. There's none of that. No. <laughs> I, 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 as, 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 as far as kicking him to the curb, there is the Sylvester Stallone in Jimmy's ear. True. True, he's listening to him more. Yeah, and the one time they get somebody off the mic is this situation where <laughs> – yeah. Uh, yeah, where – He's yeah. He can't talk to Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's in the zone. But th- that I thought that's why Jimmy was, or why uh, Sylvester Stallone's character was brought in that's to get in his ear. Yeah, and it's was... working. He gave him that little statue, that little trophy. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> no surprise. It's all good. Bo turns down the contract offer. I'm guessing because. His team is winning and obviously more stable. They haven't had any problems. Uh, meanwhile, it's a complete disaster for Jimmy Bly's team. And also because heading into the ch- season's last race, Bo has a lead on Jimmy, and Jimmy's not going to be able to race because of his sprained foot. <laughs> is it sprained or is it burned? It's burned? Well, I thought that. there oh, was interesting. a... He had a burned foot? No, was it sprained? Okay, <laughs> I, I, I missed it. I just, I just thought because the fire, like, it exploded and, like, like oh, the little part foot. was he got on his foot. <laughs> That's what I kind of thought, but admittedly... I mean, I don't know. Got, when I was so demoralized, I, 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 there's details. I, might I thought it was he. The car had rolled over onto his foot at one point because he because the, the car kept rolling back under the water, right? That's true. And then at one point he goes, "Ow, my foot!" Does he actually? <laughs> say I that? think so. I think so. <laughs> I <miss laughs> Sounds right. Ah, my I mean, foot. I mean that oh, this foot's gonna keep so you out for a race. I can tell already. Genetic, so dry. I was so tense and worried for Memo. I might have missed that detail. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, don't worry. Uh, turns out all good. Jimmy passes two tests to get back in the car <laughs> for the last race of the season. The first, the five-second test, you got to be able to get out of the car by yourself within five seconds. Crushes that one. Not even a concern. That is kind of a real test. Yeah, I, that one seems that is legit kind of a, to me. That is like a thing. You got to be drivers able to get have out to be able to exit the vehicles in a certain time. I forget what the exact time is. Yeah, he has two perfectly fine arms, one perfectly fine leg, and then a one leg that has a foot that's either burned, smashed, or sprained. <laughs> so if you got three of the four, you can get out in five seconds, as it turns out. The bigger problem, though, for Jimmy, is the ten hops test. 
<laughs> My Can rules. you hop on that injured foot ten times? Carl makes him do it, and Jimmy does it. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah, but he does he? It. Because I thought he gutted through it. I guess he does like one, two, and then he sort of stumbles, yeah, and his yeah. other foot hits the ground. And I thought, okay, well, he's failed the test, right? I mean, get him out of here. Yeah, I thought it was like you got the idea hop. was you got to hop and you can't like you can't fall. You over. can't like well, I've hopped once and then yeah. I stand, right? And then I hop again and then yeah. I stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. I agree. That is. Also, what I thought the test was supposed to be. <laughs> okay, all right, good. Glad I'm not alone here. Well, I thought it was just yeah. uh, any ten hops, yeah. even if you look completely like your foot is going to fall off. As long as you can hop ten times, yeah. completely fine. Because uh, Carl says to him as soon as he completes it, "You should have tried that hard before." That's all he wanted to see. Just a little effort out there from Jimmy, who again is in second place in the drivers' championship as a rookie. But Memo still in the hospital, smiling up a storm. So Joe is also back in the car for the last race of the season in Detroit. Late in the race, we've got Bo and Jimmy competing for the top spot. You already know Joe's holding it down in third place. And at one point, even takes the lead. But it's short-lived as Joe's suspension breaks just enough to drop him back to third, but no farther back. (laughs) Bo and Jimmy both pass Joe. Bo takes the lead as Jimmy starts panicking. But the wise words of Joe echo in his head. Drive for pure victory. And Jimmy pulls out the win in a photo finish as Joe spins into third place. How touching was this ending? How great was it? How surprised were you to see Jimmy barely edge out Bo for the championship? Did I? Yeah. Would I have thought that's the ending that in the end, Jimmy's going to barely win? Shocker. Bit of a shocker. Bit of a shocker. <laughs> I mean, I was really moved when they all take the podium together and they're all thrilled for one another, <laughs> you know. And they're 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 there. They're happy. They've got their big bottles of champagne. You know, Estella Warren's look up at them. She she's at Robert Sean Leonard looks up and he's like, yeah, "My brother did do it." You know, I'm, I'm proud. Of him. I'm proud. And, I, and he and he feels a bit of pride, even if probably a little bit conflicted, given the choices he's made, most notably betraying his, his brother. Um, yeah. I think that I, I it's. Yeah, I thought it was a wonderful ending to a wonderful film. Yeah, what'd you think, JD? Uh, not predictable enough that uh, that Jimmy would win the championship. Honestly, coming into it, I I could not have predicted that the three of them would be friends and all <laughs> all nice. winners in their eyes. They did all win. Yeah, all I mean, Bo gets the girl. Jimmy uh, gets the Jimmy title. gets a pure win, I guess. Yeah, pure, gets the pure victory. Pure victory. <laughs> And uh, Joe, Joda, gets in his ear. <laughs> Joda? Yeah, you know, yeah, what very Joe, Yoda. Joe did a, win. Joda at this moment, for sure. Joe could have won. At least Burt Reynolds suggests as He much. did win. Yeah. And then he did win. <laughs> How did he win? Well, he won third. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> he, beat, he beat Max Pappas, who was airborne. Yeah, what way did he it, win? It must yeah. be like a reference to his backstory that we never really get, right? Like, whatever his downfall was. Something happened. Something happened. Right? Yeah. <laughs> can I? I mean, I, I can only assume. He, well, they, he overcame they were... whatever happened in the, in the past. Yeah. It's like, what race car driver in real life would be happy with third? Like, there, it doesn't exist. There's, there's no there, race I car. I think there's, there's guys, there's there's guys won, that, like, never, like, you know, Nico Hulkenberg, like, raced for years, never got a podium. I think if he got came back and was able to get a podium, he would be thrilled at that. Okay. Yeah, but that's Fair. not, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. Joe Tanto. No, I that agree. Joe, Joe Tanto. Tanto's been on top. 
Yeah. 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 The Hummer? I agree. I think, no, Sylvester Stallone got in this movie and... I mean, he only agreed because he helped out everybody, which is really weird. I, you know, for the longest time, I didn't know what team he was on in this movie. Yeah, same, uh, right? Because, because yes. are you are you saying that possibly because their cars and then the overalls they were wearing weren't the same yeah. color, even though they were yeah. on the same team? Different, one yeah, was Motorola, cars. one was Nextel. <laughs> Nextel, thanks. even Nextel. though they are supposed to be on the same team. Yeah. Okay, and, so and because that, he's helping everybody. I was. That, but yeah. I think that's why Sly was pretty freaking pretty happy. He won. He came in. He helped. Everybody, uh, I mean, he he got his life back together. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Sylvester Stallone, who I understand is not the director, but has a strong creative hand in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. Has yeah. made a lot of movies in his career. They're not all all-time greats. They're not all iconic, but many of them are competent films where kind of two plus two equals four, you know, scenes logically precede one another. Some of them are, in fact, all-time great films. Arguably, as J.D. mentioned before the show, Perhaps one of, if not the greatest sports movie of all time, Rocky. Right. How did we, how did he make a movie where it's like, it is so disorganized and so poorly structured and so illogical? It, 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 yes, it, yes. It literally boggles the mind. I honestly, I don't, because he, he is, or at least he was a talent. He is a talented guy. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, and some of his early stuff I think is really good. And and Rennie Harlan is a is a competent director, I think. I mean, yeah. Die Hard too, guys. Sure, sure. You know, Probably good movie. The, but yeah, I there is I, I have My no least answer favorite for of the you. original Die Hard. Yes, but still, I mean, it, a movie. There's a beginning, a, a middle, and an movie. end, and it's Correct. quite coherent. And the action Correct. is actually pretty good. And this, I. Let me defend this movie. Actually, you want to take a break and then we'll come back and. and yeah, I think and we'll uh, we that. covered the movie. We'll come back. We'll talk uh, anything we didn't get to. Give this movie a rating. JD will talk uh, about why it's great. He's going to defend it. Yeah, exactly. No, Stay gonna, tuned hold on, hold on. to JD <laughs> talking about how much he loves Driven and why it's a great movie. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash. Or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant. Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Back with No Breaks, we just talked all about Driven from 2001, a very good movie, and now JD's going to tell us why he <laughs> loves it so much and has it in his top 10 all-time sports movies. Uh, this is one of the worst movies I've seen. <laughs> it's definitely the worst movie we've done for uh, film session. Agree. Yes. I mean, Air Bud, you said, Trey, this is worse than Air Bud. This is worse than Air Bud. And Air Bud is a stinker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I will say that there are, I'm not going to say scenes, but there are shots that border on exhilarating almost, right? There's just some on board. You're on it. You're, it feels like you're in the race. Mm-hmm. Certain shots, definitely not scenes. And Rennie Harlan, the guy knows how to, he knows how to cut together an action scene, I think. That scene where, you know, Memo is in a burning car in a lake, um, it's very well edited and very well put together. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's preposterous. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's we don't care about any of these these characters. So who who gives a shit? But there is a pacing to it, and there, it does effectively build tension, I guess. Uh, and I will say as well, this this movie came out the same year as uh, Fast and Furious, one of our favorite uh, franchises mm-hmm. around here, and. At least this movie, Fast and Furious had 10 seconds to do a a race. Like the race scenes are literally 10 seconds. And they too relied on really bad CGI, if you remember. Oh, yeah. The streaky shots, the blurring that uh, uh, Tass was referring to. They used the same same thing. And uh, I thought that the street race, as preposterous as it was, Mm -hmm. actually was pretty effective and kind of fun to watch. Totally. You know, so I'm going to give it that. Okay. <laughs> so that, that's all. Yeah. I, I I would say if there was any way to save this movie, it, it should have been all that. And s- right. try not to make an actual movie with characters and, and relationships and tension in that regard. Because the acting, anytime there was like sentimental acting, especially, it was just, it was... The acting was very, very, very bad. Yeah. Uh, Who was the best <laughs> actor in it? I have probably take, Gina Gershon. I was gonna say yeah. I actually like, thought like, Stella Warren wasn't bad. Yeah, I thought sure, she's Sophie, fine. She was fine. Yeah, fine. fine. Burt Reynolds believably, was actually she was believably believable as a synchronized upset, swimmer. I thought believably upset <laughs> about her relationship with Bo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. believably upset. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I? Can the I woman go, eating uh, the hot dog? I thought was very. <laughs> <as well>. mm-hmm. <laughs> can I go she back to hungry. one thing? You asked me at the very top of the show, and I think I. I flubbed it, which is what was kart racing, and I and in my head I went to kart racing, which you still have to date. But you are right, kart was a series. Capital kart, capital capital championship auto racing teams was an open wheel racing series that 
went away in like 2003. Yeah, so, so two years after this movie was made, they went bankrupt. Yeah, they were in. So that I I, wow. I, negle- I neglected to. They were trying. The they were they were trying to catch IndyCar. I remember <laughs> exactly. So right. I guess this is meant to be cart, but I don't know that cart went. I guess I could look it up, but went to the. This had gone to some exotic locales: Germany, Japan, Brazil. They show, you know, I know most of the ones we actually see are in North America. Yeah, but they, but they, you know, in theory, they went around the world to these races. Yeah, yeah. that's why to me yeah. it is it is cart, but it's supposed to be Formula One. But yeah. it's like. Sly didn't know enough about Formula One to actually yeah. call it that and get the buy-in. So he's like, oh, okay, and we'll I, do the American I version I guess I'd have to look up to see if some of the people involved in this were participating in cart. Like Chip Ganassi is in it. I believe he's the guy who's running Bo's team, and he's still a prominent. A major name. A major name in IndyCar racing. I, I don't know if he was involved in cart or not. I didn't watch cart. When it was on. This is my 100% of my cart experience is Same. watching this movie. That's accurate. The 2001 season. Dramatic. <laughs> what a dramatic a season crazy, that one was. A crazy. All right, let's rate this dumb movie. <laughs> uh, you can rate it out of whatever you want to rate it out of. Uh, JD, you already hit us with uh, the strong points of this movie. Why don't you kick us off with an actual rating here? <laughs> well, I'm going to just uh, – I'm just giving it a zero out of a million. How about that? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I couldn't rate this worse enough uh, – I'm just going over my random notes. Uh, there was like <laughs> zero out of a million. Yeah, the, it's a tough one. The tough watch. The little montage, like for a sports movie, there's no training montages except for a weird moment in Hong Kong or not in Hong Kong in Tokyo, sorry, where uh, Jimmy is partying his face off and he's like splashing water in his face. I don't know what was going on there, and then. Uh, Bo is just running at night, yeah. right? Okay, so that was the closest we got to a training montage. Bo's locked in in Jimmy's party yeah. party mode. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And I guess he crashes after that. So, anyways, there's there's that. Uh, there's, I don't know where I was going with that. You know what? Listen, this is a fucking colossal waste of money. This this movie. Uh, Tass brought it up. Uh, the. Um, the really bad CGI rain for some reason that yeah, they did. That was the I mean, was here's good. a screenshot of it uh, for the YouTube people. <laughs> uh, how much did this cost? This is two two thousand and one. They could have taken this and actually shot all the money that they put into this shot, which was unnecessary because they had a shot right before it with real water that looked just fine. We got the idea. You can't see. <laughs> And they could have shot in Tokyo, and they could have gone globetrotting, and actually, it would have felt like we were going, you know, somewhere globe globetrotting. Instead, uh, we've got Nathan Phillips Square in Toronto is <laughs> downtown Tokyo all of a sudden. Uh, so there was that. And uh, <laughs> here's another random note that uh, I loved. We we talked about how spectacular the crashes were, and. Uh, there's a one shot of an emergency vehicle going to one of these horrific crashes, and here's the guys in the back. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you guys notice this? They're well, like, I didn't notice this in real ride. time. I didn't notice this. I, was, I just could not <laughs> believe it. So, you know. Uh, they're chilling, man. Got, oh, gotta go in the water. 
<laughs> no, they're like, uh, you know what? Uh, we've we've done this before. Yeah. They're fine. They're don't worry. They're fine. At the same time, what do you want them to do? Because I to, I too was. Oh, this is an urgent situation. Right. But they're sitting on the back of a truck. They're still, they're still, you know, so, hundreds of feet away. If I'm directing the movie, I'm like. Fucking stand up and like look for the car. Like you do something. Make it look like you're about to spring into action. This was a shot that, yeah, a a, a shot that they just somehow grabbed and stuck in here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. But yeah. Anyway, zero out of a million. Zero out of a million. Oh, tough rating. Tough yeah. rating. Oh, yeah, that's tough a, rating there's so rating. many digits between one million, yeah. between zero oh, and a million. That's it's, low. It's, it's that's probably low the rating. lowest one you could get to on that scale. Tass, what are you thinking? Oh, after that rating, um, I, I, I'm going higher than that. I'm <laughs> yeah, going higher than good. zero because some of the yeah, yeah, in the seat action shots were yeah. Uh, scintillating? I'll throw that word out sure, there. Uh, sure. so, yeah, some of the the feeling while you're in the cockpit felt good, um, but the th- then you got out of the cockpit, uh, and uh, it was it was difficult to watch. Was, like some of the editing choices were so poor. Mm. Like um, they're at the gala, the press gala, when especially bad. Yes, Bo tries to talk to Sophia, and uh, and manager man comes to break it up, and the glass breaks, and they show the the choice is to show the glass breaking like twice, like they they like breaks, and then there's a slow mo of it breaking again. Oh, it is broken. Yeah, it's like it, it kind of reminds me, of, like it, it to, that took me out of it. It reminds me of like the Lakers show on HBO that that we, uh-huh. you know, it's like why that choice? It really doesn't make any sense and when he uh, Bly is doing the jump on uh, his foot 10 times they go to like a slow-mo <laughs> but it's this weird like there's no there's no action yeah. there's no there's absolutely no reason to go to slow-mo so the relationships as I said uh, prior I you know it's so cringe the, yes the talking the talking is cringe <laughs> every, yes. every time two people talk to each other uh, the hat choices of uh, <laughs> that, hat the blue the, Yes, the, uh, the yeah. blue jean hat that Cappy, she wore. Cappy wears a wild hat in this one. I mean, it's like it's like screaming to me, clueless, like five yeah, years sure. later. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, actually, it's, I guess it was with the time, so I didn't mind it. But I will give it a couple points because I did find it scintillating. It ended with a, <laughs> the, the, the line that you said there, Trey, was Sly Stone uh, in Bly's ear there. Try because you love it. Try for pure joy. You do a better slice zone, but like that—that that line makes it a slice alone movie. So I didn't hate that. Your victory. Yeah, you, that's a good. That's a good slice zone. It's, it's I, the same as my Vin Diesel, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah it's more of a slice. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little more slurry. Uh, but you know, I came around to a slice zone. I think slide was. Yeah, he definitely had his hand in it. He won. He was so happy, and it became a slice alone movie at the end. I think this was way past the prime of Sly Stallone. There's like, you know, too many injections in the you know, this this is over. It's over for Sly Stallone and there's too much acting in 2001 for this to be uh, a you know, a good Sly Stallone movie. But it all came around at the end, so I'm going at least 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10 for me. Not happy. Not happy I had to watch it. Um, but you know, it, it is a weird thing that Sly Stallone to me kind of pulled it all together. Without him, it would have been, you know, probably would have gone the direction of of JD. He was the star for me. 
Mm. Sly was the star. Nice. Two out of ten for Tass. Graydon, uh, hit me with your final thoughts on this movie. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew what sort of scale I should be rating on somewhere between a scale of ten <laughs> or a million. But yeah, it's, you know, it's I mean, there's there's moments in this movie that I enjoyed. Uh, I thought a few of that the music choices got me pretty amped. <laughs> hey you man, know, nice took shot. Back, took me back to a time. Yeah. Uh, I loved the where the journalist woman is in the bathroom with Gina Gershon and she flicks her off saying <laughs> running. Yes, I thought that, that was, was a that classic was little little slide diss there. Loved it. Um, but um, when you say Sly, you mean literally Sly, not Sly Stallone. Yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. I meant it was like uh, like a, a diss. Uh, you like can't help. DL, you can't help but make not, that pun. When not that yes. Sly is in I'm the not movie. suggesting that she was in any way dissing. <laughs> The great Sly Stallone. <laughs> I, I mean, this movie was really bad. It actually was meaningfully worse than I expected it to be. I expected it to be b- boring and probably flat, and the acting to be flat. Like, kind of like, what if Rush was really clunky or sure. something like that, right? But it, but mostly hung together, and it, and it fell meaningfully short of my expectations. So, which were not super high to begin with. I didn't go in thinking this is going to be great. So that is a bummer. I am going to give it a. I'll go one out of ten for me. All I'll right, go one all right, out of 10. fair. In, in this, I give it the one because there is it like there not literally every yeah because of the finger is the one is the one yeah not every single moment not literally every single moment is a train wreck it's like there are just brief moments where you have the vague sense that the people on set or behind the camera are professionals at their job you know that <laughs> so there's like the so most true. base level of competency <laughs> really? for a flat for like a flash of a moment for like a fl- like yeah i, I like some of the editing you were talking about, JD. Like in yeah. the, we're like pulling together an action. It's like okay, somebody who has made another movie. It's not literally an amateur. Like maybe it's not like a <laughs> I don't college. Know. It's pretty I don't know. close. It, it, it very much. We were talking about I this gave before. it a one out of ten. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not exactly. Like, like, <laughs> that's too high. Man. I live on here because I gave it a one. It, that's the thing to me because I, I feel a which lot is like a hundred thousand out of a million. <laughs> yeah, so sure. I guess in that yeah. sense, it's See? bad. See? It's like a bad. It's like way too much. <laughs> I saw this in high school when it came out. I didn't remember it being this bad. Going into it, I thought the same as you. Like this is going to be boring, but it's not going to be like completely dumb. And this was yeah. like completely dumb movie. Completely dumb. Like the room. It's like if the room was a movie <laughs> about cars. Like that's what the dialogue felt like them to me. The fact that like fights come up out of nowhere and then the people are just like back to being buddies again the scenes there are so many scenes they last for nothing anytime somebody has a line it's like it feels like the, i think you should leave sketch where jamie taco is trying to steal the lines and they're just trying to say it as fast as right. they possibly can <laughs> but when they're driving mm-hmm. you can sometimes forget that this movie sucks Mm-hmm. So I'm giving it two out of a million. Yeah. <laughs> For those moments when they're driving and you're like, whoa, this looks cool. They're driving pretty fast out there. All other parts, though, are pretty bad. Uh, read some reviews. A great one. Worth looking up by Andrew O'Hare, I believe it's pronounced, at Salon.com. If you're looking for trippy computer animated car crashes in which detached racing wheels fly at you in exaggerated Matrix-style slow-mo, 
along with manly affections, displays of affection between manly men who feel each other's pain, the most ridiculous rescue sequence ever filmed, and gratuitous scenes of synchronized swimming, you've come to the right place. <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Uh, Sylvester Stallone was asked in an interview about films he wished he hadn't done. This was one of them. And director Rennie Harlan hey. said that Driven is the biggest mistake of his career because it closed many doors for him in Hollywood. So it's a shame. <laughs> not a no, great No, not a shame. Good. Do you yeah. deserve it? I just mean, yes. you would, I thought you were the Rennie Harlan fan I, of the I, group. That I you mean, would, yes, but you just, come on. There has to be some repercussions. Point, there has to be repercussions. There has to be limits, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many bad movies that get made by people and they keep letting them make movies and it's, it's yeah, fair enough. inexplicable like, to me. <laughs> but I don't know. Remy's still working, is he not? I mean, I think he is. Choices, uh, choices have consequences. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think he's probably made a big budget movie quite the same, but that was also, you know, he'd done Cutthroat Island, which did pretty poorly right. as well. So I think that this just uh, did not reflect very well. He did get a uh, get nominated for Worst Director uh, and the, the Golden Razzie Awards oh. for this as well. And I think Estella Warren won Worst Actress, but oh, wow. for her combined roles in this and Planet of the Apes, they just threw them in together. Okay, because I would have said that there's no way Estella Warren... I, I was borderline defending her as one of the, <laughs> f- the few people who I felt like wasn't a total train wreck. On, on, I'm not saying she's good. It's not, no. Nobody's good in this movie, just to be clear. Nobody's good. I'm right. saying she was one of the least bad. I would have said multiple people in this movie do a worse job than mm. she does. Yes, this was nominated, I'm seeing now, for Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, Worst Screen Couple for... Which which couple do you think? Okay, was nominated Bo, uh, for I'd couple? say Bo and. Uh, I'm gonna say. Okay. I'm, oh, you're saying you think? Is it a male female or is it? No, it's Burt Reynolds and Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, was nominated for worst supporting actor, Burt Reynolds and Sylvester Stallone, and then, like I said, Estella Warren won worst supporting actress, but also for her role in Planet of the Apes, which came out in the same year. So you so know, what, this what movie, movie was destroyed at what, the time. What beat it out? Uh, for worst. For worst movie at the twenty second Golden Raspberry Awards, oh, this was a this was a good year for bad movies. Worst picture was Freddy Got Fingered, <laughs> what were which the I other... also saw in the movie theaters. Wow, you really saw a lot of bad movies. Racking them up. What are the other ones even on the list? Uh, okay, nominated for worst picture that year: Freddy Got Fingered, Driven, Glitter, Glitter. Pearl Harbor, oh, and yeah. Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. Oh god! Wow. Okay, so these are those bad are some movies. bad movies. Those are bad yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Reynolds and Stallone, this was my favorite prop in the movie. Just sitting on Reynolds. On, uh, Incredible. <laughs> Thank you for desk. God, so glad you caught I zoomed this. in. And this is obviously an actual picture of yeah. young Burt Reynolds and young uh, Sylvester Stallone just chilling in the 70s. I mean, those are a couple of cool guys right there. Yeah, this is a great photo. Yeah. They look cool. Yeah, I didn't think Burt Reynolds was that bad in this film. At all. I think if you're going to... Agree. If like, you yeah. play the role, fine. I guess. Yeah, he, did, he yeah. didn't do much, you know. I mean, but... to razz him, there's other things to razz, I would say. Yeah, he, yeah that, this was a big name razz. He, yeah. to me, is like not the – what's the – the guy playing Jimmy Block. Kip Pardue? Kip Pardue is way worse than some of the – I mean, I Kip Pardue's oh, a train wreck in my opinion. Okay, but, but to be fair, I mean, I'm, I'm going to defend all the actors in this movie because – they were given garbage. Yeah. They were, <laughs> yes. There was no direction and the script was complete dog shit. Like, yeah, you know, it, I know that it was 222 pages to start, you know, that's, that's how long it was. It was a four hour cut. 
I mean, but that doesn't matter because the individual moments are laughably bad. Trey is exactly right. It's the room with cars, it felt like. That's pretty harsh, but at least the room had a shoestring budget. This is what, a $78 million Hollywood blockbuster with A-list celebrities and and an A-list director, frankly. And they shat the bed, and that's why I gave it zero out of a million. (laughs) I mean... There's no excuse. There's literally no excuse. There's no excuse. It felt like an amateur movie, but it, like you're saying, it's made by some of the biggest stars right. in the game at the time. So <laughs> I got to say, official recommendation from No Breaks is don't watch this. Listen <laughs> to the podcast. Don't. Watch the podcast. No, don't do it. And if you're if you're feeling like you want to put three cents in Sylvester Stallone's pocket, go for it because <laughs> it's terrible. This is a terrible movie, but it's I, fun to talk about with you guys. On Amazon Prime, if you order something and... You make a mistake. There's a there's a quick button right there to, to, to click and say, "Excuse me, can I have my money back?" So watch it through Amazon Prime and then click that. I made a mistake and get your money back. Oh, that's pr- great! I got I actually got to, got to return it. I think my 48 hour rental is perhaps I think perhaps it's passed. Unfortunately, oh. you, you should be allowed to do that. I, have you ever gotten a refund like from a movie like in a theater? I don't think so. <sighs> My dad used to do it all the time. Like it was so wow. embarrassing. Like, what a movie! Like, he's like, movie he would sucks. go up and be like, "This We're, was terrible." He would at the end of the movie, he would go and say, "That was awful. I want my money back." And he would usually get it back. That's awesome. Huh. I mean, most of the most of the time, he wouldn't last through the movie, right? So yeah, you know, third act comes, he's like, "This is bullshit. I'm leaving." And then he'd get his money back. I didn't oh, even know you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I would have loved to do that with this movie. Yeah, uh, to get my money back. For That's it. what I'm saying. Like yeah. Amazon, this we, I we am. Watch. I am dissatisfied with this. I want my money back. We got to watch something else this season, like on an off week, and cleanse our palate of this. Yes. What's a good racing movie? I mean, Rush, Rush is, is actually good. a good racing movie. I also think we could just do a Cars movie. Like I'm down for Gone in sixty seconds. Okay. Oh, classic okay. car, classic cars movie. I thought you were going cars like the animated. <laughs> we the can animated. watch the animated watch car. Cars, I mean, cars, yeah, sure. the movie, the animated movie. What about Senna? Have you done Senna yet? The documentary yeah. Senna. Yeah. I, I, we can. I feel like it's almost too. It's like too good. Senna's yeah. good. Senna's, yeah, too Senna's good. good. Well, it, it reminded me of the one moment that the director tried to make something. You know, tried to pull the artsy move where Memo looks into the mirror. He walks in, he's all pissed. He looks into the mirror, sees himself, and Senna is sitting there. The book is sitting there. Mm. And then it cuts to Jimmy Bly looking into a mirror. It it wasn't really well done. It was like a a big table mirror to like this side mirror (laughs) shot that didn't really translate, but it was an attempt. You know, It 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 was an amateur attempt. I could see that being done as well. It's it's very disappointing. Just very disappointing when when you think about it. What about Days of Thunder? Happen? Is Days of Thunder any good? I haven't seen Days of Thunder. I'm thinking Days of Thunder would be time. average, but now that I've saw seen this again, I'm like Days of Thunder. Does Days of Thunder suck too? Has to be better than this. There's be. no way Days of Thunder is on this level. I've never seen it, so I'm definitely down to watch it. Interesting. I'm down. <laughs> okay. And uh, you know, Top Gun, it's maybe a little more topical. Yeah. That's not too bad. Days of Thunder on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, 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 we're looking at a 38%. Cool. I'll take it. That's uh, more than double than this movie. Yeah, 38% right? from from the critics, critics, 60 from the audience. So the uh, audience Okay, it, which... so that's 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 back in the realm of I'm not saying that's good, but 14% from the critics is the dregs. It's the, the dregs. true yeah, dregs, dregs of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Absolutely. So is this good? This movie, no. But is this good? The podcast, 
coming tomorrow. Like that? A little bit of a segue. Well right done. There. 1 p.m. Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Who do we got? You, Skeets, and JD? That's right. Uh, with Maddie O tomorrow? Can't wait. I was uh, perusing the topics earlier. Excited to hear what people have to say about English movies with subtitles. Uh, I are you guys going to talk captions. about Driven? <laughs> I just run it back. You gotta see it with the subtitles. You gotta see it so you know when they're singing. Hey man, nice shot. Graydon, what you got going on, man? Follow you at, at Mr. Gordian. Yeah. You got any good tweets coming out? I don't know. I'll probably have some fire. <laughs> yeah, I have some fire tweets. My, I, I, my bees have got Fulham coming up, I think, so I'll probably be tweeting about soccer, which I've started watching. Yeah, big soccer since guy. This, <laughs> since like two weeks ago when I decided to randomly like this team. Well, we got anything else to plug around here? Wait, can I? Basketball thing, speaking of Matteo, right. what the odds that Matteo listens to this particular episode of No Breaks, I think, are comparatively low. We should lie and tell him that Driven's really good and get him to at least rent and watch <laughs> okay. it. Just like so, even if he only gets ten minutes into it and furiously turns it off, uh, <laughs> it'll have been worth telling him that it was good and, and wasting that time. If you've made it this far into our review of 2001's Driven. Send a tweet to at Starters Matt, encouraging him to watch it, and tell him it's really good. Uh, only <laughs> mention the IMDb score, which I think is somehow like 4.6 out of 10. So it doesn't look too bad, you know? Yeah, that seems Mention that, and maybe we'll trick him into watching it. Uh, in the meantime, subscribe to No Breaks. Subscribe to No Dunks. Uh, that's where the Is This Good will be tomorrow. We also had a basketball show with Skeets and Lee this morning. Had No Bunts earlier this week with Tassie. Big win for the Braves last night. Big win over those Mets. You're a Mets fan, aren't you? I am a Mets fan. Get I'm out. mad about that Get out win that I just learned of. Get right out of here. <laughs> but subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash no dunks and send us some emails. No dunks at theathletic.com. Uh, what else? Clipper bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Be fast or be last.